commuters in Hong Kong and Singapore are used to being pushed around in subways on a daily basis. Su Ming Zhen, a design student at National University of Singapore, has invented a vest full of plastic spikes that's intended to scare people off on a crowded subway. Welcome to Earbuds and Earworms, the podcast about the music less traveled by this pop-obsessed host, Amy, who can't spell psychedelic, and... Me, Jason, the psychedelic rock and disco aficionado. What's up with you this week? What's up with that? Um, I don't know. I did some cool stuff. I went to the Red Shoe Gala. Did you wear red shoes? No. Were there red shoes? Yes. Awesome. Was it about um, the Wizard of Oz? No. Uh, Heart disease. Maybe. Is it? No. Um, the Red Shoe Gala is a huge benefit for the Ronald McDonald House. So they do stuff across the country, or is it just St. Jude? I'm sure they do, but that's like that's a specific function they serve in Memphis. Okay. So that was fun. Uh, I got to dress up in my suit and look all cute. My friend Cammie got to wear her dress. How were your pockets? They existed. <laughs> they existed. That's Thanks. what matters. Thanks, Jan. <laughs> Segway. So I saw you at Jan's house. Yep. For margaritas. We had margaritas. I think I juiced at least like 50 limes and 20 million blood oranges. It took me two days to get the blood orange juice out of my nails. But I mean, you say juiced, but you're not talking about like the old school plastic, like ring it around. She's got like an actual juicy Thing, it's a like presser. a press yeah it's a yeah. presser it's like otherwise your arm might still be sticking out sideways and you'll be like i can't move i mean luckily some... there's the presser right but no. thank you thank you you made the whole thing possible you're welcome yeah it's... yeah me and jan went to the uh to the v at ho market on cleveland and got some very cheap produce uh yes i'm thinking about going there because well i'm a college student again so yeah that's true yeah. um so you you have an announcement to make about school, right? An announcement? I guess it's an announcement. Well, it's important to me. It's a lot more than I've ever achieved. <laughs> <laughs> I um I finally got accepted into nursing school. Well, I say nursing finally. School. I say finally, but it's the first time I've ever applied. So I'm like, yay! Yay! yay. You're, you're one for one. I'm one for one, and so I'm I'm glad because my stethoscope did not jinx me. When I got it for Christmas. I'm super excited. I start, I start in August and then I get to, you know, hopefully get to see all the cool stuff in the ER sometime. Mm. Hopefully. I can't wait to be in trauma. Well, I don't want to be in trauma. I want to help other people in trauma. Right. Yeah. You, you want to be their trauma nurse. <laughs> I'm trying not to traumatize the people in the trauma unit. No. No. No, that's good. Yeah. But I've already been offered a ride along. Who are you going to ride with? Our good friend Philip actually said, hey, you need to join these particular ones for your ride along so you can come see some gnarly stuff that happens in Memphis. Make sure you want to do trauma. And I'm like, that sounds good because I've never seen most of this stuff in real life. But there's an Instagram for nursing or for like medical professionals where you get to see all the gnarly stuff. Figure one, y'all. It's awesome. Mm. I've accidentally sent Jason links and yeah mm -mm, mm -mm. he doesn't like it <laughs> mm -mm. and then i also guest produce on a local podcast called the brunch for the oam network the brunch podcast they were missing a host a host and they were missing uh their producer 
And so I was like, yes, let me take a stab at it. And I had a lot of fun. It was awesome. So Yeah, uh, I've started to listen to that episode. It sounds pretty good so far. So Latasha was out mm-hmm. and Zach was out. Yes. So Jason from the Brunch Podcast, he was at Jan's also. Yeah, he hung out with us. Yep. Memphis is a tiny little town. It's very small, <laughs> you know, despite having like 1.4 million it's people. It's still the, the largest city in Memphis, but we all know each other. Or the largest city in Tennessee, but we all know each other, it seems like. What's the theme this week, Jason? The theme is commuting and working. Yeah, because commuting is a hard subject. Sorry, JoJo. It's a really hard subject, I think, to come up with songs. But you do commute to work, so we were oh. like, yeah, let's work. It's limited, and you and I, I think, did a good job of choosing, of making our choices. Uh, we kind of danced around commuting a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> danced around commuting, just a smidge, maybe. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with That's that. That's all right, but, you know, most people usually have a commute to go to work if they work outside the house. I mean, unless you have a home business or you're a farmer, you leave the house. Yeah, Definitely. And um, I mean, like, I don't really, I don't commute, I guess, except to go to school. But I used to have to drive a few miles to go to work. Luckily, I was going the opposite direction of everybody in Memphis. Yeah, me too. That's (laughs) when I, when I hit that I-240, it's like, I could usually have a nice commute to work. Oh, God, I've never had to use I-240. Sorry, this is very inside. (laughs) But yeah, when you have to get on the freeway, it's really... It, it's hit or miss. You never know when that place is going to be blocked up. It's oh, crazy. I mean, one small accident and it's it's over. I don't know. Like, I almost feel like people should be charged when they cause accidents on I-240. Because it's usually somebody just slamming into another person. I'm like, dude, you just slowed down the whole city by like, an hour. Y'all really don't have to follow each other that close behind. <laughs> don't Don't get angry Uncle Jason out. Now, do you know what I do? When I have to drive really far, I just relax. There's no reason to get upset. What's that like? Well, there's no reason to get like all rushy rushy because you just have to stop at the next stoplight just like everyone else. That's true, but I mean it's it's all about dominance. My my car is faster than your car, or it's prettier than your car, or my journey to work is more important than yours. Well, Jason <laughs> Jason, we both drive Hondas. We're not going to outspeed anybody. Nope, especially <laughs> in my Honda. <laughs> well, I've got a Honda Fit, and I'm going to tell you, that uh, that engine, it's a little small. Um, yeah, my my engine in my inside isn't a very fast one. I do have that um, CVT transmission. I have something called VTEC, but Dakota swears I've never used it because I've never accelerated that quickly. No. <laughs> no, I don't think you have. And, no. that's, and that's fine. Do you remember that one time I got a speeding ticket? Going to work? Yes. Wasn't it like a miracle? It was a Christmas miracle. Because I don't speed anywhere. It wasn't any near, anywhere near Christmas, probably, but it was a Christmas miracle. That was in the middle of July. I recall it. <laughs> that Just that one time. That- we, we won't talk about all of mine. <laughs> Especially since I'm a professional delivery driver. <laughs> so the reason why we're talking about commuting is... Well, the reason is that JoJo suggested it. Well, no, he didn't suggest it. He threatened us. He says, oh, you're, no, you're right. <laughs> he said he's going to quit if we didn't do commuting or breakfast. 
So wait, since we did commuting, does that mean we can just pile more work on top of him? No, we're not going to pile more work on top of him. I have an assignment for you, Jojo. Look for my email. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so enough chitter chatter. What did you bring to the table this week, Jason? I am bringing to you a Motorhead classic, and it is called We Are the Road Crew. So here's a nice driving rhythm by Lemmy Kilmeister and the crew. It's pretty pretty straightforward rock heavy metal type music, I guess you would say. So when you say nice, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm I'm talking about the tempo, how fast I was like, or slow I was it like, is. It it didn't seem nice. It sounded a bit aggressive. Angry, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, that's because Lemmy was uh, Lemmy was a roadie for the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Well, that's not why it sounds angry. Well, it's just... It's, it's just what Motorhead sounds like. That's just well, one, that's what Motorhead sounds like. Two, um, that's just what Motorhead sounds like. <laughs> Tour, by the way, touring musicians have long commutes. This is, this is where Jason just fudges what commute means. <laughs> hey, y'all, you can disagree with me or you can agree with me, but a touring musician commutes between Every many, venue. many cities and across the world in some cases. Yeah, it's a fudging of the word commute, definitely. But I let you get away with it because of my song later. I guess it can be commuting. It's not a long song, Jason. I'm very proud of you. It's under four minutes. It's three minutes and 17 seconds. You're welcome. I didn't listen to all of it. I'm not surprised. (laughs) They do say the word another a lot. And I did look up the lyrics. Yay me. Very nice. Mostly because I couldn't understand them, but... I couldn't either. It's okay. okay. <laughs> but it is definitely for, I guess, is this heavy metal? I would consider it heavy metal or hard rock. Okay. So for that genre, I think this is actually like a great example of the genre. It's like, hey, you don't know what it sounds like. Here's what I would call it heavy metal. Because hard rock, I think, is just like, I don't know. This is when Amy, not musician, doesn't know what she's talking about. I think this is like a good intro to, hey, this is what like hard rock heavy metal sounds like. And I think it's a better introduction than Kiss, which was supposedly heavy metal. But to me, it never sounds like heavy metal. That is pop rock is what that is. Right. But for the kids growing up in the evangelical community, that's considered heavy metal. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So (laughs) as far as I know, they're still like sacrificing children to Satan from what I heard. That's Gene Simmons only. (laughs) Oh, he's only. He lost his soul a long time ago. (laughs) All right. So um, I brought something a little more chill than Motorhead. It's Valerie June, Working Woman Blues. Yeah. 
Okay, so it's not really about commuting, but it's a unique sound, and she obviously got to work somehow, and she's been working all her life. She's been working like a man all her life. That definitely means that she probably got to work, though. And also, this oh, her voice is awesome and amazing. She also comes from my hometown, so I'm, like, super, like, excited because, sadly enough, I've been listening to her, and I had no idea she was from my hometown. And then Jan's like, oh, my God, that is Valerie Hockett. Yeah, Jan had the aha moment that they used to run in some similar circles together. Evangelical. Jackson. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think she, uh, Valerie June didn't grow up using any instruments. Yeah. And so mostly when you look her up, they, they're like, oh, she's a Memphis musician. But I mean, she's based on Memphis. Well, now she's based on New York. Correct. But like, she's from this, uh, dirty old West Tennessee. Yeah. She definitely is. Uh, uh, I love Valerie's voice. I love her, uh, unique, uh, picking style on the guitar. She's just a delight. So she's she's all over the place, and I'm really happy for her. It's nice to see a West Tennessee musician doing better than, say, usually a lot of Nashvillians get a lot of um, push. And so it's nice to see someone, and also someone not coming out of Tennessee who only is doing country music. Right. Uh, she's she's another singer. I call Valerie a singer-songwriter. But uh, not can't... in that typical kind of boring singer-songwriter. You know, the typical singer-songwriter. What does that mean? What does that mean? Um, like the hipster with the guitar who shows up at the tavern later at the in the evening. That's called stuff I don't listen to. Right, but that's your typical singer songwriter sound, and Valerie June has reinvented that. Okay, okay. I'm just not going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> so there's quite a few other people who have something to say about going to work or being at work. So we're going to ask our ear buddies. For some suggestions about getting to work, who is first, Amy? Well, Ken stole my heart. He put a couple of songs out there, but he chose one of his songs was Duke Ellington, Take the A Train. Hurry, 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 take the A Train to get to Sugar Hill way up in Harlem. What I like a lot about this song is, of course, the recording was not like it was. It is now. Um, recording now, very clear. You get the exact same sound as what you hear. And the beauty of these old recordings, let alone is it like this. I mean, Duke Ellington's amazing. Just he's really awesome. But the re- the quality of the recording just makes me so delighted. I feel like the best way to hear Duke Ellington is in this kind of odd recording like you know lo-fi style and i like how it hits all these really high highs 
like it's pitchy, I guess is the word. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's just something that's easily danceable through any decade. Also, take the A-train. And the singer's voice, amazing. Just saying. Uh, the singer's voice is great. I'd like to know what her name is. Uh, Couldn't find that. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd like to see her get some credit. But I uh, uh, definitely love Duke Ellington, and I love swing and big band. That's been a big part of my life for the last four years is playing swing music. This is a classic slow swing. Yeah, it's delightful. I like it. Now, who's next? Uh, we're going to hear a selection from Colgan. Colgan brought us Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band's Making Thunderbirds. This one is about working, making Thunderbirds in Detroit. I have family in Lansing who were also in the car industry. People commute in cars. And that's how I made this a commuting song. Yes. Um, also, my whole bubble was burst because I thought Bob Seger was a folk singer. Just, I don't know why. My did, dad probably... Did you get him confused with Cat Stevens? <laughs> no, I, my dad had like... Simon and Garfunkel, and then, like, this cassette was in the middle, and so I thought he must be folksy like them, and I was, uh, this might be the first time I've listened to Bob Seger. That was your dad's <laughs> rock-out tape. When he wanted to rock out, he popped in the Bob Seger. No, he listened to Boston to rock out. Oh, uh, well, that's, an, that's a different level of rock-out. Uh, um, and Rush. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um Typical rock and roll from Bob Seger here. I love the saxophone solo. It, it needed to be there. Uh, it seemed like in the 70s and 80s, there was a resurgence of the saxophone, especially when you listen to people like Bruce Springsteen. The saxophone came back into rock and roll. That wasn't Kenny G on that? No. <laughs> yeah. So, next. <laughs> next, uh, we have a selection from JoJo. Amy, what did he bring us? He brought us... Packed like sardines in a crushed tin box by Radiohead.
right, so uh, looking at the lyrics, I'm not exactly sure what this song is about. I think it's about the subway. I'm just going to go with the subway just from the title. I feel like the title is about the subway. Right. Um, I like that it's misspelled, too. It's very misspelled. (laughs) Um, Tom York loves that, apparently. Well, Uh, also, Tom York's name isn't spelled right. T-H-O-M. Come on. Right. (sighs) Who Who has an E on the end of York? (laughs) Who has T-H-O-M as Tom? Tom York. (laughs) He's that cool. Um, This is a very electronic Radiohead. I love the beats. I love Radiohead, period. They're awesome. Yeah. I I don't think they've ever missed with me. I think they're awesome. And, you know, I love, like, I'm a big fan of pop stuff, but Radiohead, yeah, I didn't see that. (laughs) For those who didn't see that, Amy made a fist. Popped her heart twice and then f- floated it into a peace song. <laughs> so the next song is from Hector. He brought us, oh gosh, love you, Hector. Thank you so much. It's Dolly Parton, nine to five. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. In the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Working nine to five What a way to make a living Barely getting by It's all taking and no giving They just use your mind And they never give you credit It's enough to drive you crazy and you Nine to five service and devotion you would think that I would deserve a bad promotion want to move ahead but the boss won't seem to let me Dolly Parton is a huge deal in Tennessee. I don't know if y'all know that. She's a huge deal everywhere. I, 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 I agree, but she's a huger deal in Tennessee. <laughs> I've been by her house on a mountain lift before. I've been to Dollywood, and it was awesome. I've been to the Grand Ole Opry. How was that? It's amazing. If you ever have a chance to go to Nashville, the best part is the Grand Ole Opry. I miss Opryland. Oh, nah. Nah. Nah, I disagree on that one. Grand Ole Opry is still the best part. I don't, I do like the gondolas at the Opry Hotel. Like, it looks like Venice in there. Other than that, okay, sorry, Dolly Parton. She's amazing. I love her so much. I love Dolly Parton. And my dream is is that she will run for governor of Tennessee. Who would not vote for Dolly Parton? Well, it almost feels like a step down for her, though, to be governor. Come on. Uh, yeah, but it... She does a lot to serve people. She's a conservationist. She has that books for kids program. <laughs> you mean the imagination <laughs> library? Yeah. 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 It's like every kid in, I think, I think it's the country can get free books. Free books up to age five. Yep. Is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they send those out monthly. Yep. Yeah. Ella's got a few. <laughs> uh, see, that's awesome. Who wouldn't vote for Dolly Parton? I love Dolly Parton. Hey. You know what? Let's live in the world where Dolly Parton is president. Well, that's her step. Is she's governor <laughs> of Tennessee. And then she does so awesomely well that after that four years, she goes ahead and runs for president. And then everyone votes for her for that office. All right, too. guys. Democratic Party, we figured everything out. I don't even know if she's a Democrat, but I assume she is. 
I'm going to live in the world where she is. She's the, she's in the parting party. <laughs> All right. We have uh, one last ear buddy selection from Molly. Love you, Molly. This is an interesting selection because of her short commute. And Molly brought us the Cross the Street song from Barney and Friends. Look both ways when you cross the street. Here's the reason why. There might be a car or bus or a big truck zooming by. Look both ways when you cross the street. Look both ways when you cross the street. Look both ways, don't move your feet till you look both ways when you cross the street. It's important to be safe when you're crossing the street. Can you show me how? Look both ways. Molly's bringing the important issues. Look both ways. Look both ways. That's the best way to commute, even in a car. And if you're going to cross the street after you look both ways, you need to go across the street with a buddy. (laughs) Yes, you should. Not by yourself, kids. Oh. (laughs) Molly has an especially short commute. She basically walks to work every day. So this is... This is commuting to her. Yep. <laughs> I'm just excited because she's bringing the important issues. I'm just saying, safety is important. Safety. Safety. Safety, kids. Safety. This and adults. Also, this also <laughs> may actually be um, one of the shortest songs on the podcast. It's mm. about, a, about a minute and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. Listen to all of it, kids. It's important. All of it. Every step <laughs> of the safety is important. <laughs> So, um, did we get any feedback this week, Jason? No. That's okay, because this is going to work out, I think. But no feedback makes me a sad panda. Jason, you're going to be fine, but... I am, actually, (laughs) because I will be in Florida. Next week. Next week. So, when it's time for Amy to record, this will be the first Earbuds and Earworms without me. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, the show show must go on. The show must go on, but... Um, we, she and I talked it out, and it just seems like it might be better to do something different while I'm gone mm-hmm. than to try to cram a podcast into Monday or Tuesday night a recording. Let's just then, face it, I can't do it. We can admit I can't do it. <laughs> I'm too tired lately. You can, but you shouldn't have to. <laughs> Either way, we made some different plans, and we have a super secret special guest. In a super secret special like format next week. You can't tell them anything about it? I'm going to be bringing three songs. And Drew McFrizz, a.k.a. Mike Frizzell, is going to be th- bringing three songs. Mike Frizzell in this piece. <laughs> but um, a few people will know who he is. He's, he's one of the co-hosts of Little Red Bandwagon. And he's formerly of the Takedown podcast. And there's a special week of TVTL that he was on. So he's kind of podcast famous. He is. He is podcast famous. He's also uh, a network mate of ours. Yes, but he hates music. So I decided to bring him on to, or he just said, well, I don't remember how this happened, but. He, he hates music, but he's picking three songs. Are they just going to be like test patterns? Well, we're going to see how it goes. You can put a beat to that. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to bring three songs and we're going to talk about them. And uh, other than that, I haven't really planned it out that far, but it's going to be a delight. And Mike is awesome. So I hope everyone tunes in because he's such an interesting person. Not that you're not interesting. Sorry, Jason. Okay. Well, apparently I'm not interesting. <laughs> but Amy, what do we both love this week? Automatic car washes. 
They are pretty great, especially when you live in a place that is full of pollen. I don't know if, the, like, I don't recall pollen being this bad from Jackson, Tennessee. I don't remember my car ever being this nasty. But every, like, okay, so you saw my car today. Was it covered in pollen? It was dark when I walked into it. I know, but it's still covered in pollen in those little tree, like, dingleberries. Yeah, those dingleberries. I know exactly what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, like they stuck to my well, car. See, <laughs> I live under a magnolia tree. My car pretty much gets dusted daily. If I want it to be clean on the outside, uh, for instance, I have, in the last few days, I've gotten back into Lyft driving. Mm-hmm. I've rejoined the ranks. Congratulations. Uh, Copycat. <laughs> How many lifetime rides do you have? Well, I'm just saying, I started back before you. How many lifetime rides do you have? 234. Yeah, I have three times that. Your poopy head. That's Dr. Poopy head to you. (laughs) This week, I had my car detailed by my friend Graham Winchester. He did a fabulous job. Uh, The next day, it was covered in pollen. So I thought uh, I would get into some Lyft driving, and I ran it through the automated car wash, and that lasted like six hours. The yeah, mine. Now, now I'm out of windshield wiper fluid, so it's time <laughs> to go get an oil change. <laughs> well, mine I washed at 9:30 a.m. and then we had that weird like storm. Like it was bright and clear, mm-hmm. and then we had a weird storm. The water got on it, and pollen stuck to it again. So pretty much every single day this week, I've had to wash my car. The struggle is real, y'all. It's really real. But I really like it. And now that I mean, you know, I have a five year old sitting in the back of my car when I go through the car wash. That is awesome. It is fun. Do you remember being five? Yeah. Going through the car wash? Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I love it. No. (laughs) When I was five or six, I washed my dad's car. Bartlett, man. Struggle is real. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, my my rough, middle-class suburban lifestyle. So hard having to use a water hose. I don't know how you did it. I had a sister who helped me. (laughs) So you just got sprayed with water? Yes. I'm so sorry for your pain. Have you been seeing someone? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a big fan of the automatic car wash at this point. <laughs> His name is Dr. Fraser Crane. Dear Lord. Okay, so I guess if you, because next week is going to be kind of weird or different, if you have any questions for Drew McFrez, uh, send them, like, via the Twitters, which I guess you'll be tweeting at Madam Woolite and at Andy Pod. You can still tweet at JV, the JV Guarantee if you want to ask me about like what it's like to be adopted and meet my half-sister for the first time. That is an exciting trip, we're gonna actually. Be, we're going to be on the Jacksonville News. They're doing a story on us. It'll be nice to meet her finally. She's a good lady. You should have said that earlier. Hmm? You, should, you didn't mention you were meeting your sister for the first time ever earlier. I'm mentioning it now. It's still in the same show. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. And so... um. If you want to get involved in the conversation, suggest songs. Uh, if you have a song that's really meaningful to you that you have like a really great story for, we would love for you to just post that and tell us the story of it. It'd be awesome. Tell us the story of it. Send it to us on Twitter and uh, join us on Facebook in the Earworms. Uh, Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. Nice save. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Um, um, that's, that's where it all goes down is the, is the, uh, Facebook group. It's, it's easy to catalog everything and search everything over there. So it's always awesome. And we have an email. What's that email? E and E pod at gmail.com. You can always find us at E and E pod.com, a part of the 10, 7, 10 network. 
Which, you know, Little Red Bandwagon, Nerd Out Loud, they're, they're part of us. We love our sister podcasts. They're awesome. We love them. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, if you want to leave a voicemail quickly about what your favorite song that links to a story in your life is, uh, we would like to hear about it. And the voicemail line is 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. And also, um, this is the last week of Tripod. Well, actually, technically, it's like two days past Tripod, but still, we believe in Tripod. Tripod. Hashtag Tripod. T-R-Y-P-O-D, as in Tripodcast. We can do that for, for the month of April, too. Yeah. Well, probably won't. We're rebels. <laughs> I am anyway. Okay. And um, also, if you have anything that you need to purchase, such as um, sunscreen, summer's coming quickly. Or uh, handkerchiefs. Handkerchiefs. Um, Loratadine or Loratadine. It's hard to tell how to spell that. Uh, that's going to be www.enepod.com slash Amazon. It's, it gives us a couple of change when you like couple of cents whenever you shop through there and um it helps move the show along and it's really greatly appreciated especially if you need those sinus things definitely or any car washing supplies <laughs> i need car washing supplies and so i'm feeling kind of um kind of goofy at the end of this podcast so i picked a funny song i hope you like it jason it uh, it's a t- uh, <laughs> t- t- tell me about it how did you come to find this I fell down a YouTube rabbit hole. And so here is the Sesame Street cast singing Subway. Excuse me. Watch it, lady. Pardon me, Sunny. Down below the street, can you dig your steady beat? It's a subway. Subway. Moving right along, hear the rhythm loud and strong. It's the subway. Subway. There isn't any room in this town. They put all the trains down under the ground. Buy a token now for a ride in Super Wow on the subway. Subway.
Bye.